0: hey pete and or aaron however this fucking intro starts <laughs> how about this hey aaron hey pete how you we- doing leave the first part in though
1: too i'm doing great with where it's a show we're doing a show Show. We- it's it-, it is an intro to the show this Kay. is what we're doing
0: music break everyone, back from the music I dare you. Uh, Time passed for us too, it wasn't an immediate thing. What? What? I think we're dealing with a Skype delay right now. Oh, I thought it was part of the bit. Uh, Anyways, yeah, so this is Don't You Dare, it's an offshoot of a podcast called We Love to Watch with Aaron and Pete. Still Aaron Armstrong, still Pete Moran, Uh, but this time we dare, dare, dare the... (laughs) No, Peter, part of the new bit is that you don't introduce yourself. Oh, Okay. Can you introduce me, though, a second time? Uh, that's Aaron. (laughs) Uh, am I a a spinoff from a 70s? (laughs) When you say, that's Aaron, that sounds like I'm a spinoff from a 1970s, uh, like much more popular sitcom. (laughs) (laughs) Peter Uh... Moran, here to talk to Aaron. (laughs) And of course, Smash Mouth <laughs> Because yeah, one time on this podcast we talked about Smash Mouth Because this isn't we love to watch This is a podcast where Peter and I dare each other to experience uh, pieces of media As a way to either A, introduce the other one to something they love B, introduce them to something that they used to love But kind of want a little nostalgia check with uh, someone who's never experienced it Or C, wants to hurt them in some painful way. The only rules are the other person cannot have seen it. And what it's kind of turned into is like a show where uh, uh, two uh, friends uh, kind of force something that they'd like to talk to them about in some capacity. Whether for, for goofs, for laughs, or for serious. And this one, Peter, so I dared you to watch a movie. And this is not the first time this movie has infected
1: our podcast network, because... We're we're, we're quarantining, similar to the way we quarantined Full House and Bill Maher. Uh, We need to find an outlet and a place to store our uh, Flat Earth discussions. Oh, man, do we?
0: But we actually stored it in an episode about a year ago, Peter. I don't know if you remember, because it's actually in the description. It says, also, Aaron talked for 20 minutes about the Flat Earth documentary watch. And we left it in because I needed to get it out there and it's a year later once again Peter did not well I think I think I ended that episode by saying you need to go see this like immediately it's a year later and he hadn't seen it but like I need to talk about this with someone Peter it's called behind the curve it's a Netflix documentary it is uh, I've seen it four or five times now after I watched the movie for the first time, I then watched the basically the main character of the documentary, the main person they follow throughout his uh, evidence-based YouTube series about giving you all the evidence of flat Earth. Because the movie, which we'll get into in a sec, kind of presents the flat Earthers as they go about their flat Earth in life. Here's a Mick. Here's a melange of what different flat Earthers are up to. Here's their YouTube series. Here's how they interact with each other at conferences, interspersed with. Some how some scientists react to the fact that there's flat earthers. What it doesn't get to is the evidence behind why these people have ruined their lives for the sake of, of flat earth. So I was legitimately curious. Went to the evidence. Uh, the evidence was somehow even more surprising uh, than I was expecting based on this documentary. So Peter, I made you watch both Obviously, you didn't get through like all forty of the the, the little ten minute uh, YouTube evidence <laughs> things, and why would you? Why would you subject yourself to that? And, um, and to
1: peek behind the curtain, we uh, the challenge, uh, unlike the way we've done these episodes recently, the challenge was put out for me uh, two days ago. So uh, <laughs> two <laughs> I, days I, ago, and you, yeah, you were like, hell yeah,
0: we need to do that. You were kind of excited
1: to have an excuse to.
0: And then when we recorded something else tonight, and Peter's like, "I think I can get behind the curve," and I'm like, "I'm gonna rewatch it right now too." Uh, so yeah, this is we both I think watched this earlier today, and we're I am very excited to, to talk about it with Peter. This could be a five hour episode. Uh, I don't know where to start, so I guess the, the the way that we normally start these is here's why I pick this. Why I pick this is a it is a movie that I think Peter you would agree at the least that. It, it's like a movie you need to see to believe and then you want to talk to people about it because it has so many satisfying moments and so many surprising things. And also has a, I think a very good overall message and look at the way that like people would devote themselves to flatter. There's people in this movie that are deserving of derision. I think there's, there's, there's people in this movie that uh, they call out very specifically that like, Maybe we should uh, look at a way to get them more engaged in the actual scientific process. Uh, but I think that it's it's really just how they behave and how they act that is more uh, more worthy of derision than the fact that they may believe something that is wildly inaccurate. Uh, I'm, I'm the the person who I have a lot of like sympathy for in general is the uh, the laser guy that's doing all the different. Experiments, we'll get to that in more detail, but um, yeah, he seems like when all the other scientists, the actual scientists in this movie are like, hey, maybe instead of just making fun of them, we try to engage with them, that's the guy that it feels like they're talking about. I've always been a little bit obsessed with conspiracy theories and what people believe. I think, Peter, you and I on this podcast probably make too many loose change and 9-11 jokes as if there could be too many. But there is something fascinating about the way conspiracy theory works, and I say that as someone who – I don't know if we've ever talked about this, Peter, but there was a stretch where my dad hosted a talk show and he had a conspiracy theorist on, and his whole thing on his talk show was that he read every book of every guest that came on. And as I found out later, my dad is just generally gullible, so – uh, which I didn't realize at the time. I thought, you know, he's a smart guy. Uh, but when he read... when Whenever book he would read, he would then believe that book is accurate. Uh, so we would all of a sudden have weird <laughs> Like Homer Simpson. It. Who would lie in a book? A little bit. Like, yeah, he would read it and he'd be into it. And then he'd want to talk about it with the person. And, like, it it felt like as long as it didn't go against some, like, hardcore critical faculty. So there was an amazing amount of stuff that all of a sudden, like you know my dad would be talking to us about it. so so and it was a you know it was a the top rated radio talk show in North Dakota but it's still the top rated radio talk show in North Dakota so the guests he would have on for the most part are people that um while had written national books uh were the type of people that I'll go on any talk show to talk about my theory so everything from like we we didn't land on the moon and some other stuff were um uh, were popular we saw the we never did the flatter thing we did do the uh why we did I mean my dad had someone on who said that the earth was stationary and the universe revolved around the earth and he was like, it's kind of some compelling evidence you guys should hear this stuff um and so like at that age. Plus, like, you know, it was an age where I was like, well, UFOs definitely exist, and there's the conspiracy of Area 51. And, like, I was definitely conspiratorial-minded, but probably only through, like, maybe my sophomore or junior year in high school. I remember bringing up to someone I was friends with that I had doubts that we landed on the moon. When—that was a lie. I didn't think we landed on the moon at that point in my life because of all the evidence I had seen. Um, And— he, Your parents' who, journey
1: from like hippies to uh, conservative Republicans is fascinating. I know,
0: but like, so what I was exposed to was always very different. But I watched these videos, I read these books. I'm like, we didn't land on the moon, like, and I so I can probably recite a lot of the evidence still for quote unquote evidence why we didn't land on the moon. And then I remember having a discussion with a friend of mine who's like, who wanted to work at NASA. That was like his life goal. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, yeah, here's why you're wrong about all of this stuff. And I was like, oh thankfully whatever i was i was not some i i I liked knowing something because i felt like i knew something i definitely have never wanted to be the type of person who is wrong about stuff and then doubles down like i'll be the first person to be like oh shit i was wrong about that like and 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 i do think that's a big separation between like hope like scientists and just people that generally like grow and learn is like do you feel a little bit of embarrassment or like, oh, shit, I want to know the right answer to this. I want to learn about this. I want to have correct information. I want to be treating people well. I want to do these things. Or when someone tells you you're wrong about something, you've invested any amount of time in, are you like, fuck you?
1: How dare you? I'm doubling down forever. Like, <laughs> and, and also I, the fact that you were you were young meant that you hadn't put 20 years and thousands of dollars into this. You, you had uh, just been playing around with ideas.
0: Yeah. And also I had... That's the thing about conspiracy theories, right? I read – I knew that we had landed on the moon from from when I was a kid and from all of school and everything I'd ever taught. And no one ever debated it. So when I heard evidence of why there's no way we could have done that, there was no one there to be like, actually, here's why all this stuff is wrong. And in a vacuum without anyone or any authority or any book really approaching moon landings from the, the point of debunking conspiracy theories – It's really easy to just go, well, here's the information I had that never addressed any of this stuff. And now here's the new information I had, which no one is counteracting. No one's counteracting. Like, we've heard some stories that you can't actually pass through the Van Allen radiation belts without everyone getting cancer and dying and the machinery failing. Van Allen radiation belts as a challenge to go to the moon has never come up in any of my textbooks. And now this person's saying scientifically that here's why you couldn't get through the Van Allen and radiation belt. There's no thing to this. And I've never heard any contradiction to that. So I think at that age or even just with that low information, it's easy to be convinced by conspiratorial evidence when there's no counter evidence. And one thing that – one of the reasons why I thought nine eleven was so – Interesting from a conspiratorial uh, Not as a means to terrorize the United States (laughs) Why find 9-11 Interesting Um, But like as a conspiracy
1: Whenever anyone says an event is Interesting they usually are about to Talk about why uh, (laughs) They're basically uh, uh, Flattening uh, the ground for They're softening the ground for uh, To say some horrifying shit Like you know what I find interesting About uh, The (laughs) The Tet Offensive (laughs) <laughs> You're like, no, nah, please don't, don't tell me why it's interesting. Please don't tell me why it's interesting. So not why, <laughs> to, to take it a
0: little back, not why nine eleven is interesting, but the conspiracies around it is that it was loud and quick. The conspiracies about all these things that weren't true. It was at the age of the internet really kind of boiling over as a place to share information. Like, you know, the thing that made it so... Uh, the the everyone know all the reasons why the the towers falling was fake was because you know these people made this loose change documentary and put it in a place that everyone had free access to it so now it wasn't like this moon landing book from secret sources or from an author that just happened to go around promoting it everyone could get access to this and then you saw legitimate scientific uh, organizations Uh, National Geographic Channel, History Channel, produce other, like, science stuff, Smithsonian, stuff like that, produce, like, almost immediate responses to why their seemingly factual claims actually were completely full of shit. Like, the claims themselves in a vacuum sounded convincing until you know why that's not true. The conspiracy theory itself was being created and debunked almost in real time, to an audience of whoever was interested in uh, consuming that media, so and and we've seen that with subsequent conspiracy theories, right? Like the second there is a conspiracy theory about why, say, Obama is actually a secret Muslim, you all of a sudden have an immediate conspiracy theory about, or you you have a, a people immediately going, actually, no, here's this birth certificate, here's this evidence, here's this. You have you have people that are the the conspiracy theories are. Uh, out there enough and people feel a need to correct them that but the type of like well-meaning idiots like myself have an immediate uh visible response to why that why you shouldn't believe that stuff which i think is helpful in and hopefully not causing people like myself to fall for pseudo scientific stuff that sounds smart and real that no one's ever addressed and why flat earth i think is The funnest one to cover for something like this and why a documentary like this uh, is actually something that you can engage with is because flat Earth as a theory, for the most part, is relatively harmless. I say relatively harmless. Obviously, anyone who is that, like, disengaged from the scientific process that they think that the Earth is flat and it's a global conspiracy to keep everyone in the dark about that by, like, literally hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, like – that to that person and to people that believe that it's not harmless, but as a theory itself, like whether the Earth is flat or not, it just happens to not be flat. If it was flat, that wouldn't hurt anyone either, right? Like there's their nefarious thing at the most basic level is not nefarious, and the reason I'm saying the, it like yeah, that-
1: the 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 core belief of flat Earthism is somewhat. It's somewhat harmless. It's everything that gets spiderweb connected to that that makes it yeah. harmful and scary.
0: Yeah, so where and and I think that's important, right? Because like even something like the JFK assassination that's been around for a while and there's been a lot of conspiracies, that it's hard to have a fun documentary about the people that believe that because it involves a murder of a person like the death of an innocence of a nation like all these kind of things and then you get to more like truly damaging like you know conspiracy theories of our modern age like you know New- Newtown was a was a false flag and 911 was orchestrated by our government and killed all these people or you know the holocaust is a fake to lend support to Israel like you you couldn't have a behind the curve about that belief or those people, because th- what they believe at its core is remarkably personally offensive and disgusting to people that are like living in their life. Like the difference between uh, someone trying to mourn their kid and like your kid never existed. Admit it, like that that is could never. Ever, under any circumstances, be like part of like, look at these crazy kooks who believe Newtown was a false flag operation by Obama for gun control. Like, it becomes that. Now, my caveat to all this is that even though this documentary, for the most part, is focusing on these people in this documentary's belief in that the Earth is flat. While the belief itself is relatively innocuous as a conspiracy theory and definitely not personally damaging to people that believe otherwise, the type of people that believe that the Earth is flat probably have a lot of those beliefs that are deeply disgusting and offensive. So they don't talk about it much in this documentary, but obviously they do talk about how a lot of these people believe a ton of these conspiracy theories and Um, There is one guy specifically who like is the only guy who is probably why I had the most visceral like dislike of him as a person in this is the guy who's like thinks that uh, trans people are a conspiracy to mix up everyone and and about what gender is and stuff like that. So like he says it just for a sec while he's rattling off other uh, stuff but he is like I don't know if this was your experience too, Peter where it's like oh you're not fun and goofy and innocent like. Come here, you crazy flat earth ex- conspiracy. Like, you are like scary. And
1: yeah, you, d- yeah. you disgust me. And like, and, uh, and also, that's also, also, let's note that that same guy says, you're talking about the ping pong ball guy, right? Or the golf ball guy, right? Yeah, the guy who
0: introduces how we got into flat earth fight. By saying that his brain coach told him to look into flat earth. Which could be an alternate tagline if we did that on this show. My brain coach told me to look into flat earth. uh,
1: uh, Also, certain members of this movement use the phrase coming out of the closet. And they're basically saying, like, certain people are willing to support the movement but in the shadows. And learning that the group has such a Christian attachment... And is yet, is such a Christian attachment, and is yet, um, they're using terminology that the, uh, gay rights movement, uh, uses, like, coming out of the closet while being homophobic themselves, makes them particularly disgusting. It does make, I mean, it makes them, it makes them, uh, them dangerous for sure, but it also just makes them gross. (laughs) Like, untouchable.
0: (laughs) So, it just depends on who it is. Like, there there are – I don't think everyone in here has a religious bent to it. It's interesting to find out that Mark Sargent, the main guy, does when you start watching his videos. But I do think the guy that does the Globusters and some stuff like that are not, as far as I could tell, looking afterwards, have any sort of, like, religious ideology. But they are really just, like – you know invest as as uh, one of the scientists says like uh scientists that have gone corrupted and wrong and it would be nice if we could put them back on our on our side. So my caveat is that like in the movie because we're focusing on flat earth for the for 99.9% of it all these people seem Lovable and goofy and just horribly, horribly misguided and wrong.
1: And they choose Mark Sargent as their, they choose Mark Sargent, and not to interrupt, but they choose Mark Sargent as the primary flat earth person who is a, uh, from the surface, a nice guy, respectable. Incredibly
0: charismatic. Incredibly, like, folksy, like... And he's Uh,
1: non-threatening because he's kind of like a nerdy, balding, middle-aged white guy. He doesn't have like a macho complex about all this. He has
0: no anger towards the the forces that you can like pick
1: up on. It's just like, yeah, it's hey, I get it. This was something I didn't believe either. He's very gentle when discussing um, the more touchy sides of things, which which, uh, betrays either A that he's more interested in the theory as a theory and, uh, you know, he's got some extens, uh, extenuating religious circumstances attached to that. Or B, which is probably more likely that he knows he's playing a game and that the game is if we look respectable and we, we start this conversation in a sort of slow and deliberate manner we instill doubt, and then we start to install our theories we will be more successful. He even says in in the video that we talk about, don't talk about, don't use the word flat earther when you're, uh, flat earth when you're discussing these topics for the first time with a new person.
0: Yeah, um, I also just think that he, and they call him out for this in the movie, I think he's someone who has been kind of a conspiracy theorist his entire life and his this YouTube series got popular for him, and he is kind of riding the wave of being super popular in this movement and we'll get into that in, a, in in more a sec, but yeah, so i think I think what I'm saying like this is kind of a a movie that is like, "Wow, can you believe this like where you could have a f- fun and interesting conversation about it, which I think is both rare but also recognizing and this is not a criticism of the movie or our discussion, But I want to acknowledge the fact that these people who, like, well, they just seem like normal people, except they believe the Earth is flat, probably, and in some cases specifically, believe a bunch of other terrible things which are not as, like, funny and innocent. It's just the movie, yes. the movie from a movie standpoint probably does right by, hey, we're just going to focus on what they think about flat Earth. Maybe I'll start very quick with the... Instead of a plot recap, I'll just do two minutes on the, on what what it does, if I hadn't said it already. And then, Peter, let's talk about just the movie. And then let's get into – because I think we both watched the YouTube videos after. Let's talk about that near the end. So really quickly, it is just a documentary about this guy, Mark Sargent, who uh, basically is – has he says he's been a lifelong conspiracy theorist. Lived, lives with his mom in Seattle. And he posted these YouTube videos that were like, hey – People are starting to talk about Flat Earth. Here's the, as he says, Reader's Digest version of all the evidence. So take out the first the, yeah,
1: the opening lines of his, of his video, yeah. which, which people, are, people quote almost like the opening lines of a particular gospel. Uh, they say, hey, I remember the first time I heard Mark's, you know, gentle, kind of boring voice, like, ha 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 ha. Uh, but he, yeah, he's produced these YouTube videos that are very specifically outlined are,
0: hey, forget about all the everything you know, I'm just going to factually talk about all the evidence that we've gathered or other people have gathered about Flat Earth. We're going to get back to that at the end of this this movie, because they don't get into what that is. Then, you, he became huge from this from the Flat Earth YouTube sensation, right? He met other prominent Flat Earthers, and according to what it looks like or how it's presented, you know, a lot of the Flat Earthers either became Flat Earthers from watching these videos or like we're like oh yes this guy's figured it all out this is so clean cut he's made videos i could share with friends and family to make them understand (laughs) why what i believe isn't crazy so you get to meet these other like camps of of flat earthers uh the other kind of big one who became friend and then did a podcast with mark for a while it was great to see my old blue snowball buddy prominently featured throughout this movie that i i'm recording this on right now um from an underground bunker where the power doesn't want us to release this. But uh, her name is Patricia. She uh, she becomes friends with Mark. It seems like they have tried dating or something here on and off, but they occasionally record podcasts and video podcasts together, and they have become kind of popular in this movement. It follows them uh, quite a bit. It also talks about the father of Flat Earth, the guy who, like, apparently met to astronaut – uh, NASA astronauts were like this is all bullshit that was a painting and that like he 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 claims that he uh, is the one who told Edward Snowden he seems like a real lunatic and a real damaging guy uh, his name is Matt Power Matt Powerhouse uh, he goes by a few different names um, we only he doesn't participate in the documentary he apparently gave some crazy demands to the filmmaker which they list on on screen he's kind of had a falling out with Mark they used to be friends Um they kept uh, – because Mark knew how to get in touch with Matt when he had first produced the videos, um, people would call him to get in touch with Matt, and the, and Matt would say no, so they would go, well, we'll interview you instead. And then Mark became this big figure o- um, overshadowing Matt, and Matt then decided that Mark was a CIA – and Patricia are CIA plants – and uh, funded by Warner Brothers. Uh, They show him his clips of him saying all this stuff. Uh, And then there's also a couple of guys that are very interesting who run Globusters who are like trying to do true scientific experiments like with a $20,000 laser gyroscope and other things to kind of prove empirically that the Earth is flat. We'll get into that. The other major component is these like really – patient nice like the kind of the platonic ideal of like scientists or science writers who are kind of like digesting it from this perspective i'll, I'll just kind of lay it out at the beginning they are like holy cow flat earth is is real one of the guys talks about how he then he started listening to flat earth podcasts because he was so like just amazed that how how these people believe this and in kind of the same way you know From my own perspective, I was like, I need to figure out why, how you could possibly believe this of all conspiracy theories. But then they also kind of come to a place of like, yeah, like here's here's what happens when people believe something that's not really uh, factually true, and that you know the fact that the scientific community doesn't want to have that discussion with them is only isolating them. And the more scientists mock them, the more they're saying, whoever comes to a New belief by feeling like they were shamed into it. Instead, we're isolating them more. And now someone like that is going and making governmental decisions because they don't believe that global warming is real either. Because who cares what all these mean scientists say? That maybe one thing that scientists need to do more of is engage with people who you think their beliefs are silly and then also recognizing that hey flat earthers are a great baseline for re re-examining your own beliefs like what are you a flat earther about what are you believing despite
1: maybe evidence not all the way there and like you are yeah you- there's a caltech doctor who specifically says i think i can talk to you and in five or ten minutes suss out something you believe in that is, uh, you know, uh, 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 objectively sort of false. I don't know what terminology he uses much more, much more gentle terminology than he, that. He, I think He's he says like doctor. that you're a flat earther about that
0: you believe something yeah. that is that yeah. is empirically not true.
1: Yeah, and, and so why do you
0: believe that? So the end of the documentary is the results of one of the experiments they've been talking about, which um i'll I'll just say it now so they do two major experiments and then keep trying to repeat them to get different responses that basically say hey if the experiment does this it'll prove the earth is round but we know it's going to do this which is prove it is flat and so much so that the the scientists they're telling about these experiments are like yeah that is a good experiment that they're going to be surprised by the results i think but it's a great experiment and the first one which is this laser gyroscope they keep uh, it keeps showing that according to them, you know, that the world is round and they keep coming up with excuses about why they did the experiment wrong and they keep trying different things and it keeps showing. Uh, so like the, f- the funny thing to me is like, they're like, well, it's showing a slope. Could it be the, the slope of the dome over the flat earth that it's picking up, which is, I mean, cute and hilarious, Um, and then the, the final experiment they're doing, which ends with the movie is that like, they are predicting that this light will shine through these posts in a different way. And the guy can't figure out why he's not seeing the laser sight three miles down, you know, through this hole that they've constructed. And he's like, I don't know, try moving it up, which would indicate the earth is round. And then you see in real time, the light come through this hole indicating there's a slope to the earth. And he goes, well, that's interesting. (laughs) Um, but of course, why it's also just kind of funny is that at no point do any of these people re-examine their beliefs, which is, as the scientists do point out, is the opposite of science. You don't try to keep doing experiments until you get what you want to be real. You do experiments to try to figure out what reality is. That's the science. And then when once you think you figured out something, you're going to have every scientist try to disprove you that can. Because anytime you're, you're saying something is true based on this data, it's kind of self-correcting in that way, which they're doing the opposite of that. They're just trying to figure out an experiment uh, that shows them uh, what they want to see. And then if the experiment shows them what they don't want to see, they decide that wasn't a good experiment and try to change the parameters in order to make it work for their purposes. So, yeah, that's the movie.
1: Peter, what was your take on this fucking movie? uh it's actually a pretty well constructed documentary um i i think that it op- i i don't think we exist in a time of conspiracy theories we exist in a time of uh genius brain of galaxy brain takes um of these these uh trump followers bending over backwards to try and fit their conspiracy theories oh, let's... sorry We live in a time where these Trump followers are trying to uh, take set beliefs. This is this guy is a top level strategist. This guy is a genius. This guy is fixing our country. And then they bend over backwards. They perform amazing feats of intellectual gymnastics uh, to get to the point where they say, Okay, it seems like Trump is maybe doing the two things we said he would never do because it sticks it to the globalists. But right now, he's doing it as part of his long con 4D chess. Uh, he, in 4D chess, you have to smell where the queen piece is. Um, Like that sort of galaxy brain bullshit. Yeah. Um, we know that now that those, po- those folks... Uh, are either acting out of um, a complete instability of their intellectual reason or they're not operating in good faith altogether and they're just cynics like we talked about with jordan peterson and uh whatever else that little uh ben shapiro the the little yeah the the little garbage guy he looks like i don't know if we've ever
0: talked about on any of our shows i think we've talked about
1: it uh didn't we just talk about this shit on a different episode a couple nights ago i
0: think so on of this podcast yeah. But don't you dare. Yeah. In '90s techno,
1: you think Did, maybe? Didn't we talk about Ben Shapiro and something? I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Probably oh, yeah, we love to about watch fascism it. and how fascism and how a lot of these guys weren't Trump guys until they realized their followers were Trump guys. Yeah, but weren't
0: we were talking that in relation to the the um YouTube series? I want you to watch. I think that was all
1: off air. Oh anyways, but um but yeah, so th- these these guys uh these these mostly men, um, they follow these sort of uh conspiracy theories uh backwards and and that's something that's very important to to think about in terms of the uh, intellectual process. Scientists say uh, we see a phenomena. let's try and track steps um that explain that phenomena, and if we can't track each individual step to get there. Then it doesn't work. Our theory is busted. You know the latter and doesn't it doesn't work. repeat every time that it's a constant. Yes. Can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. What they do instead for these conspiracy theories is they say, "I believe X," and here, and 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 here is one logical pathway. Because um, sometimes it is like if you if you were operating in a vacuum, uh, you could follow these theories and say like when you're watching these videos, these Mark Sargent videos, you can say um you know he made a pretty good argument for now i I'm, I'm starting to get curious about what the hell is going on in in uh in antarctica and like the interesting thing is i watched uh one of the videos and i went yeah why why don't we have a bunch of you know colonies and shit down there whatever you want to call it why why haven't we fully ruined uh the south pole yet um, they're asking interesting questions that like get you, uh, your, your brain churning. We'll, we'll get back to it. Uh, that. but, but they're, um, they're starting at a conclusion. And then they're trying to, and they're finding this weird twister like, uh, like way to get to that conclusion. And they're all, and then, oh, oh, uh, this, this snake like pathway to get to the conclusion. Oh, we found out that, you know, the, the, the part, um, six inches down on the snake uh, is actually now, uh, that does, that doesn't make sense. So the snake, uh, bends out a little bit. Um, now it bows out to accept a new theory to make sure it reaches that final conclusion. And one thing they talk about in the documentary is, is two phenomena. The imposter syndrome, which is that's uh, which is, uh, something that I'm a big believer in that, oh, yeah. uh, the more, you know, uh, the less you think, you know, you realize the more, you know, you realize what, the, what an ocean of knowledge there is out there. And that, uh, wise people are constantly asking um, proper questions are constantly trying to learn and that, uh, if you have a sense of confidence about your sense of knowledge and you're, you're, uh, complacent in your knowledge, it probably means you're kind of, it doesn't necessarily mean you're stupid, but it definitely means that you're not a source to be trusted here. A little bit of doubt goes a long way toward, on the path of wisdom. Uh, that happened also. Uh, we talked about that a little bit in the Bill Maher episode where Bill Maher started an arc towards wisdom. And then he, uh, he got stunted. He got just enough information. He got complacent with his, his knowledge. And he uh, said, this is enough for me. I'm smart enough here. All of my prejudices that exist here are fine enough, which gets us to the second phenomenon of Dunning-Kruger, which is, you know very little, but you think you have your arms around the problem. Um, and th- th- those sort of dueling phenomena means that we have, you know, unsure, smart people and extremely confident, uh, dangerous people. I do feel like this documentary about flat earthers is incredibly
0: satisfying. I actually like what a how aback the filmmakers are. They don't really have any point where someone really comes on to debate them. The scientists that they have on to kinda of discuss it are used very sparingly. They're probably in ten minutes if if even of the entire movie. And they are not coming from a place of derision or like uh, they don't really know the peep the the subjects themselves personally. So it feels like, hey, we're just gonna let these people tell their story. Um, it's why before I watched it, I actually thought it might be a mockumentary, not a documentary, because. I had heard – how I heard about it was people comparing it to a Christopher Guest movie. And then somehow I was like, oh, did someone try to do a Christopher Guest-type movie about flat earthers? And then I was like, oh, no, it's just a documentary. But it does have that, right? Where, like, you are going to let these people just live their lives and you're going to get a glimpse into what what, what this, like, extremely niche subculture is like. A couple of, like, very satisfying, I think, for the viewer, not in a "see, told you, but, uh, uh, but in a, you're so close, you're so close, like, please just push yourself a little bit further over the edge and you're going to get there and you're not going to think this anymore, uh, like cell phones. Like, the one that has to stand out for you, Peter, it did for me, was when uh, Patricia, one of the prominent flat earthers, there's a bunch of conspiracy theories against her
1: uh yeah Patricia steer so she's like uh she, she has a very interesting uh, way of queuing this up she because the movie is setting up, but ultimately doesn't really have time for delivering on the idea that this conspiracy theory does not operate in a vacuum. It crosses over with other conspiracy theories, the Vatican, Jews, the Rothschilds within the the, the Jews thing. I'm using the word Jews because that's the terminology they use in the movie. Uh, obviously, uh, I don't believe that Jewish people have a grand sinister cabal. Um, demonic cults, which I hope have a grand sinister cabal. Um, Boston bombing, 9-11, JFK assassination. And then that's all sort of queuing up. She basically says, I wouldn't believe the Boston bombing is real unless I got my leg blown off. Um, And then that's queued up for uh, the moment you're talking about where she says, she says, oh, there's been conspiracy theories about me that I'm trying to uh, take in young men to the movement and then steer, because her last name's steer, steer them uh, down the wrong path. And then you realize she is just, she has such a cognitive dissonance that she can't recognize that, like, sometimes uh, this the, the formulations that people make with conspiracy theories are just little, little, it's like playing connect the dots. They just, like, oh, well, I can draw a line to this thing. So that means that the line needs to be there. Well, yeah, exactly. So, there,
0: yeah, like you said, she she talks about all that stuff and then she's like. Yeah, it's very frustrating. Like, they say I steer, but then also, you know, my name's Patricia. It's been my entire life. And the last three letters are CIA, which is people saying that I'm a – it's not my name. It's a CIA plant. She's like, I keep sending them pictures of myself as a child and – like videos of me talking to my family and stuff like that it's like no matter what evidence i give them it doesn't seem to change any of their minds and i think how can someone be like these these are her words verbatim as she's driving and talking out loud like how could someone be so so stuck on a conspiracy theory that no matter how much evidence you give them that they just refuse to even look at it consider that and you know, sometimes I wonder if the, is that what I'm like? But then I think no, of course not. I'm looking at the like she says that. She she recognizes that how how like everything she's describing as frustrating about her as being a conspiracy, as being fake is frustrating to her and that no matter how much evidence she gives people, they still believe it and then she recognizes that Maybe that's a little bit like her, and then, like, it's like her brain hits that wall. It's like, well, I can't even think about that any further, because I'm i not prepared for what I would have to do if I started to think about that too long. And, like, she laughs at how silly it is about the CIA and the steer thing, and you think about it, like, that's what's always so funny about these conspiracies. The idea that, like, a conspiracy, like, puts these little little trail of breadcrumbs, like, we're going to do some pretty illegal, nefarious stuff, but, like if you're paying close enough attention, you're going to be able to find me out. (laughs) Like, the the conspiracy wants to do it. But they, earlier, Patricia and Mark, were talking about how NASA is close to uh, a Jewish word, like Nassau or something. I, I forget if that's not the right word, which means to deceive. So they're doing the same thing. They're saying NASA is actually, you know why they chose that name, right? Because it's close to the jewish word for deceive which is like we're, we're gonna give you a little clue we're gonna have to assume that everyone else in the world that's gonna be duped by this conspiracy is never gonna look up what the jewish word for deceive is or ever have
1: learned uh uh yiddish or anything like that she yeah she says she, she says stuff like uh yeah she, she says stuff like yeah uh, the government's not that dumb
0: that's what I think this movie is so, like, interesting. It's like, you're so close to to getting it. Like, you're so close to getting it. And um, same thing with, like, the experiment at the end where they're like, like, okay, well, it can't be this because this would mean that the Earth is round. Here, why don't you try lifting it over your head? And then the light comes through proving that there is round. He's just like, well, that's interesting. Like... It is like, you you see, like, great experiment. You are looking at the scientific method. It showed that you were wrong. No one came into your... that I guess that's why it's kind of satisfying. Like, no one came in and, like, Bill Marred them and angry looked them into proving that the Earth was round. No one... The filmmakers didn't go, well, here's all the evidence. They didn't meet, have the scientists meet the flat earthers to have a debate, right? They showed in theory, like, well-meaning flat-earthers trying to scientifically prove. And their experiments that they constructed and came up with showed that the Earth was round. And so there's, there is that, like, yeah, you got it, dude. You got your answer. You figured it out. N- no one had to come and mock you, berate you, laugh at you. Like, you figured it out. Now just take that final step and realizing like, oh, my my experiment was a success. I disproved the flatter theory
1: yeah the the fact that they are walking into their own traps the the gyroscope thing where the guy' is like, yeah, we kept doing crazy things to this uh twenty thousand dollar gyroscope, but no matter what, it kept saying the earth was spinning at a you know <laughs> 15, fifteen degrees, degrees per hour. blah blah yeah. blah, and I was like. Uh, every every second that passed i was like yeah they're they're just gonna keep going right and he's like yeah then we put it in this like uh bismuth tube and i was like i don't know what that costs but i imagine they spent even more money on this thing uh oh yeah it still registers as you know whatever 15 degrees the readings kept coming out kept coming out and he's like and then there's a moment at a party where he's talking to a guy he's like well i'm speaking confidentially with you obviously and then the camera is capturing all this and this guy signed a release so who cares yeah if we can't disprove this, uh, we're in big trouble. Like he's talking <laughs> basically about how they have they have constructed their lives around this concept of um, not just Flat Earth but their business is now Flat Earth. These are the, 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 they, they they operate YouTube channels, they operate sometimes like almost Etsy shops for craft goods, they go to conferences like the way they make their money, or at least a lot of their money. Some people have two jobs, it seems like um, is flat earth conspiracy bullshit. and that leads me to um, there's there's a few reasons why people get into this. Um, one is uh, it is actually not why they get into it. It's why they stay in it. why these old these old people who have been in the movement, have been through every theory, uh, have maybe done their own experiments. Uh, such as the laser trick they keep trying to make work and the final shot of the movie is the laser trick not working and they're like shit I guess we have to I <laughs> guess we have to you know do it again is uh sunk cost. They put too much time, yeah. too much money into this thing. And there's a there's an analogy that's running through the movie about Truman Show. Um that of course Truman walks through the door at the end of truman show and escapes that reality because he has nothing to lose. But if you're if you're the mayor of town and you've got uh it's it's revealing that mark says like mistresses and
0: and (laughs) And money uh, money. yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: yeah it's revealing that mark says that uh clearly a sexually repressed guy Mark says, uh the mayor wouldn't want to leave the Truman Show reality because he's he's uh you know he's he's, he's in the he he's has the too much to lose. he's powerful, he has too much to lose. There's no reason why these these NASA executives, these government executives, these military guys, there's no reason why they wouldn't want to go walk through that door because they're invested to not walk through that door. And then the documentarian says, "All right, do you consider yourself the mayor of Flat Earth? And he like he pauses for 30 or so seconds. He doesn't have an answer ready, yeah. and the idea that he has—he knows he's in front of the camera. He knows whatever answer he has is going to be uh, uh, forever on the internet. Um, shows you that he's—he's he's definitely thought about the fact that when the 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 smoke settles and maybe his fame starts to wane and people don't need him in the movement. Either the movement has died or, you know, the fire has gone into a new movement, which I was talking about this with my wife earlier. Like J, JFK and nine eleven are kind have kind of faded as central um conspiracy theories. Now it's more like 9-11 and JFK are pieces of other new kind of arc conspiracy theories. People aren't going to 9-11 truther conferences anymore. They're going to uh, uh, QAnon conferences that heavily use 9-11 as, you know, a piece of the puzzle, but not the central tenant, And this this idea that he's he asks him, who's are you the mayor of flat earth? And he just kind of stares off for a second and tries to come up with the an answer. He knows in his head that he found a perfect experiment that could disprove all of his pieces. And he was willing to scientifically consider that as truth. He still wouldn't be able to just flip his YouTube and be a round earth guy the next day.
0: Mark does they they and also they don't seem to be working to gather evidence. As a matter of fact, they seem uninterested in evidence. There's a there's a part where he's speaking at the convention where someone asks a three part question about involvement and he just goes, Yes, yes, and yes. Like, sure, it's all it's all involved. I'm not actually gonna take the time to do this. I'm just I'm I'm like the hype man of flat earth, as opposed to like actually engaging once he became famous post his his flat earth videos and stuff like that and you see that like what do Patricia and him do when they're together they they have to do well first of all they're on like episode 200 we're not even on episode 200 and there's a lot of movies can you imagine doing two to to four hours a week on what's new in flat earth and you can tell like the clips they show of them is like you see about that satellite that seems suspicious like they go to a, a a museum, an air and space museum, and they're like, "Look at this. This button doesn't work. This doesn't work. This is all pretty flimsy." They can't even they can they can have a global conspiracy, but they can't even like uh, can't even make the 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 button hit play when I hit play. What what a bunch of jokes those NASA guys are like. They don't actually seem like they're interested in proving or disproving anything. It just seems like their hobby. And you're right, like Peter, it's it's all about sunk cost fallacy because. Believe it or don't believe it, they don't need it to be the truth or not the truth. As where I do feel like the Glowbuster guys on some level are like, no, we are trying to prove this, that it's true. Because we need to know, and we feel like ourselves, this needs a little more evidence around it. And I think there is a big difference between those two. It's just like, this is the club I found. Because he never is, like, trying to get evidence and, and as a matter of fact when they ask him what he believes he'll just like okay well here's here's a couple different theories
1: i don't know yeah yeah yeah, that, that actually leads me to my uh, next point in why people uh, get brought into the movement and stay in the movement, which is uh, loneliness. Um, there's a whole subplot in the movie that's actually very interesting because uh, they, they pick, like I said, they pick Mark Sargent because Mark Sargent is a uh, somewhat sympathetic person. He's got a sweet relationship with his mom who clearly doesn't believe in flat earthism. Um, he's got, he's a nice, yeah uh, you know, like we talked about earlier, like he's kind of a unassuming or non-threatening guy he doesn't have a. he doesn't have personality disorder sort of vibes like uh some of the other folks in here like uh the guy that's that's getting off on big brain energy um like yeah he doesn't seem angry like at any not angry he's not been kicked off of uh facebook and youtube multiple Mm -hmm. times like a big brain boy um and well,
0: he's not the big brain boy. The guy he's paying to be his big brain coach is the big brain boy.
1: Oh, you're right. he's so larger than normal brain, but he was, Not he, quite. He's, a, big brain
0: a, he's boy. a little. He's a little brain boy, trying to be a big brain boy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know, he was a little brain boy at a time, and now he has a bigger brain boy, but he's not the big brain boy. He's trying. He's trying. So, He's trying uh, by
0: yelling at people in supermarket parking lots if you've heard of Flat Earth.
1: Yeah, and and using a weird playing a weird game involving a, a sledgehammer and a golf ball where he bounces it and then recites the states. Um, very interesting stuff. And um, hey,
0: and the periodic table. He's like cobalt.
1: Potassium. Yeah, <laughs> so there's there's a, there's a there's a there's a subplot in the movie running throughout which is why don't Mark and Patricia, who have a show together, travel together, why aren't they fucking? I think they either, in the documentary, have fucked in the I past, think
0: they have it fucked, work. it just has been very it- casual
1: and it was or it just didn't work out great like the sex wasn't as good as they thought it was going to be on either party mm. or like what they weren't emotionally available like the, it could have been a million things there's clearly more history than just the sort of uh Victorian uh oh we we, we need to respect our our careers uh and our our, our sense of uh distance we that's that sort of um it do, like it like seems sort to be of professional a little more one they put on top of it just doesn't work. Yeah. Um, yeah clearly, Mark wants more and Patricia is like, I like him better as a friend, but Mark is willing to respect that uh, more or less. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, is it weird that like that was like, she she clearly at some point, because he says like,
0: well, we it was like, maybe you're going to move to Seattle and then all of a sudden she moved to England for a year and then came back and... Like, you know, she even brought her cats. Like, that's that's expensive to transfer. But he says it with, like, a good-natured attitude. And, like, it's clear that he's like, hey, I like her. And I think it makes sense for us to be together. But she doesn't. So I like hanging out with her. I like being friends. I like doing the show with her. Um, like, I respect all that. And it's so weird to be like, hey, Mark Sargent, that is one area where you've handled it more mature than... Uh, so many uh, non-flat-earth guys that I know or am aware of from other people, or, like, that idea of, like, there's no anger, there's no malice. He's like, yeah. Uh, not like I deserve this, that he doesn't say anything about I'm a nice guy. He just is like...
1: And he makes jokes about it at his own expense. That's the other thing that's charming yeah. about Mark is that he's self-deprecating. Like, he'll make jokes about himself being a nerd or, like, he'll he'll make little humble comments about he He's like, oh, I just thought we were running a little YouTube channel. And then, like, uh, launch into a long diatribe about how, how popular flat-earthism is because of him. Um, but he'll at least fa- – I don't know if it's real or not, but he'll feign humi- humility in a way that's viable.
0: Yeah, but I also think – so I think he – like, I'm not trying to armchair diagnose him diagnose him but um if i had to like guess what what mark's deal is i think he's a fabulist right so um in that like he kind of gets into these big crazy ideas and then just keeps writing around them more stuff we'll get to that a little more like his videos are very much about like here's an idea and now i'm going to hypothesize like a whole story around where that idea came from and then oh that's not a hypothesis this is what happened and stuff like that and I think you see that in the movie around um, he keeps having these stories of all these like people that have come up to him out of nowhere and they seem like generally like he's, he is good at like delivering that in a convincing way but I just also I don't believe that he's had like three four five he's not pictured in any of the videos, of people walking up to him and being like, you've changed my life, man. He's like, oh, yeah. right on. I can't believe I did that. And, like, I just don't believe any of that stuff's ever happened. And yeah. I think that kind of fits where where Mark fits, is that he just is someone who probably, and again, this is all speculation, and maybe this is, like, he, but everything, you see clues of this, he's probably someone who has been, like, one of those people you know who always has a big story and a big thing. And a lot of times when you're around those people, my sister's one of them, you're like, okay, like, it's actually very trying to be around someone who just makes stuff up all the time um, that you know isn't real. And then, like, if you, you you have a choice to either ignore it or challenge it, and if you challenge it, it leads to, like, them doubling down and really can affect relationships and stuff like that. And where that fits with conspiracies in Flat Earth is that you can kind of just say whatever, you know, and it's okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. and so, like, I do think that's his. Like, why does he not seem uh, as like, um, like, yeah, the like, like the the little brain who wants to be a big brain boy? Um, for, say, big brain boy. It's harder than you think. And I've I've now said it like eight maybe times. if you had a bigger brain, it's true. I'm I'm a medium brain boy at best.
1: When you get to big brain boy, you unlock the uh, alliteration perk.
0: Oh, can I can I pronounce words better? too?
1: you also, yeah, man. can pronounce? Uh, you can pronounce any last name that you didn't encounter in Minnesota or South Dakota Ooh, in I'm the first twenty years of your
0: life. I'm excited for that. Gotta get the unlocks. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's like. I think that's what we're seeing here, which again just makes a lot of sense. He he clearly has no friends, and he says like I just haven't. Yes, friends, the that
1: loneliness. Just, that's what keeps yeah. them. That's what jo- makes pe- drives people into the community.
0: It does, but yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I think that, like, that. but imagine a world where like, if, if you're a fabulist, if you have that thing like compulsive liar, where like you you don't just you just make shit up, which is I think is a little different than compulsive liar where a uh, compulsive liar is like like did you take the bread basket like no i didn't take the yeah. bread basket where where fabulous is like oh so here's so bread basket is a government conspiracy <laughs> um, yeah
1: like let's let's actually hold on to that point okay. really quickly because the other thing i wanted to talk about splintering off of that is that th- that loneliness dash that sort of uh, uh desperateness that comes off of these guys uh, speaks to a demand for the respect from the respect of authority figures. So, like, yeah. it's it's not just that he wants authority figures and his colleagues to respect him. It's it th- these guys sometimes seem genuinely hurt that scientists aren't considering their theories, and they seem which, which the scientists talk about. Yeah. Yes, yes, they 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 seem genuinely negged by it, but they uh, but the problem is that they um. They they establish in the third act of the movie at this conference that we get to go to. Uh, I think it's called FICOR, which sounds like a.
0: You know, the 2019 one was in like Minneapolis, f- and I almost went because it was right yeah, after. Didn't you have this
1: to give movie. them like what, like three hundred bucks or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, um, it was like
0: it was like during it was like a Friday after it was like a conference, right? So it wasn't like a weekend.
1: <laughs> So. Yeah, it's for people that are either taking off work or are theoretically going there as their job. You know, if, if you <laughs> or YouTuber, their job is like, paying yeah.
0: for them to go. Weirdly, that's yeah. how I go to most conferences.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's they established this organization called FECOR, which uh, its ostensible purpose is to um, uh, help organize the theories into a sort of. Um, scientific process and get them through sort of a journalistic review and i i wasn't able to find out find any more articles on this organization to see how successful it was or if this is just something they announced and then the community went on as as uh as as originally intended but that sort of um that this this um narcissism is also a reason people get into it this this idea that like we have to be the center of the not just the center of the universe but earth is such a unique object that all the other planets just in our universe that are uninhabited uh, or the other moons in our universe that are uninhabited are just a crazy light show for us Yeah, Um, they're all all big light show that God put on for us. So it's not even like God put us on this special planet and this special revolving, this special revolving cosmos. uh, And he created this insane universe that we are either, you know, arguably allowed to explore or not explore, uh, depending on if you're a flat earther or if you, uh, you know, there's there's certain religious groups that believe that exploring space is actually uh, 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 not a good thing. But they do believe space exists. Does that include Uh, the Amish?
0: Do you think they're against
1: uh, I think there's a lot of zippers on spacesuits, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> Until you can get a cow-powered
0: rocket ship. <laughs> then Amish we support it. God <laughs> said we need space exploring cows. Which we're <laughs> breeding. Amish. What do you think we're doing on our land?
1: An Amish spaceship is made of wood, and an Amish spacesuit is just a heavy wool suit with, with like extra double buttons. I put the butter churn on my head. <laughs> Famous Amish buttered churn featured in witness uh, but yeah so that that's sort of narcissism that we we're not just the center of the universe but all of this well a, this firmament is is a grand big light show for us i think it's also
0: narcissism in like the way they perceive the world so uh the the i think the gyro the laser gyroscope or whatever is a great example right so they're like hey the second – because their experiment is just, hey, we need a laser gyroscope Is is without other influence. We put it on, on the ground. We wait an hour, and it's going to show that the Earth didn't move 15 degrees. They're like, if we just do that, that's the evidence, which, sure, that is definitely – he's right if they put the laser gyroscope on the ground or whatever and it – didn't move the degrees they expected to move. It would prove the Earth is flat. But the idea that no one's ever done that before, and that if they did do it, it was just, they constantly are like, no, it moved. It moved the 15 degrees. Like, it's it's all good here. Like, it. I wrote it down. It definitely moved the 15 degrees. Like, the idea that the only thing that's been keeping flat Earth from being scientifically proven as true is twenty thousand dollars in a laser gyroscope like it it speaks to a narcissism of everyone else that has access to this is a fucking liar and i am going to finally
1: common man uh get the truth and and prove it and and imagine like how uh, the, the fucking like number of white house leaks that happen like the number of uh, even during the Obama era, like they're, they're obviously way more common now because Trump is insane and he's kind of uh, attached himself as a parasite to the GOP organization, which was already a terrible organization. But at least they had this sort of like um, uh, this this uh, sort of structure and bureaucracy to follow. Like if you follow these four rules, we'll protect you. Um, and these guys are all pissed off that they have to uh, protect a guy like Trump. Like those yeah. those leaks happen all the fucking time, like, I, and they th- these these conspiracy theorists can never quite find a reason why uh, uh, these massive government conspiracies can work, and yet none of the important stuff ever ever really leaks. It's always just, like, stuff that makes Trump look bad, and then they either make it part of the grand plan, like, that's where deep state shit comes from. They're like, oh, yeah, there's a deep state within the evil government that's operating... <laughs> just like, they just keep they just keep tacking on layers to again redirect the snake to its final morsel
0: and they rub it in our faces all the time they name nasa yes. after after deceive and the united nations has a flat earth on their logo they they're they're like you can't do anything here we're going <laughs> to rub it in. like that is what they they think they think that like not only have these people in power kind of hid this information but then they rub their nose into like these people that are smart enough to red pill or blue pill whichever one it is (laughs) i always forget probably red pill based on unfortunately a bunch of other conspiracy theories um like wake up and be like haha you woke up but what are you gonna do like we we control they call it the authority we control everything that idea that like yeah my ignorance is equal to your expertise like, at the end of the day, I'm just a person who thinks something. You're just a person who thinks something. It doesn't matter if you aren't have spent 30 years getting a master's and a doctorate and studying, studying a climate and you're a climatologist. And I'm someone who read a 4chan thread. Like, two people with opinions. You know, you mentioned how could you possibly keep this down. They, they talk about that. They say that just to become a teacher, you need a master's degree. Who hands out all the degrees? Like they basically say that the act of like graduating college with these degrees and stuff like that is is why they can't trust them because to do that you need to sign away certain uh so you have to agree with certain things in like some sort of I don't know un, un un unchangeable contract and so the only people that get access to this information or know the access to the information are the least likely to ever say anything because they have got they have gotten their – uh, degrees and certifications and stuff like that through the authority that controls it all so the idea that like hey if a scientist ever said actually you're hiding the truth they wouldn't be a scientist anymore or the type of people that would become scientists through this process uh, would never say that because they would lose everything they have they would lose everything they have by coming true because it's this authority that grants them this power but then you realize like that's they're talking just a- at a teacher level you're talking about millions upon every scientist, millions upon millions upon millions of people in countries across the world for hundreds and hundreds of years. And they all know, and they've kept it from everyone else. That's the yeah. other thing is like, for fucking what?
1: Yeah. And yeah i don't know man i don't know why a scientist or teacher would be incentivized to lie uh there's a there's a very charming very fun scientist like a young scientist that they have in the film Uh, i think she works for caltech yeah and she's she's super charming she's super fun she lays out these theories in a way that like must have been a fucking gift to this documentarian um and because he, he doesn't have to say anything at that point he can just like play her talking him, about yeah the, him like, and the science
0: act. writer who like clearly off off mic gets recounted how the experience experiments are gonna work and he's like oh man those two specifically are great finds yeah Do you know what i'm talking about tim and, what's his name the science writer uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's sort of a charming dude. and He's like, yeah, I want to know how that post experiment goes, which uh, leads us to, to something I'm going to get to in a minute. But before we get to the sort of sympathetic part of this, um, I want to talk about uh, the fun la- laughing at the uh, unhinged people part, um, which is my favorite thing. Um, because I love stories about I love stories that take place within A conspiracy theory about The government I love reading about uh, yeah. Bohemian Grove I love like movies like There's a movie called The Conspiracy that's like a Found footage horror movie and it's not Great But it's one of those things, like, if you love zombies, you give it an extra star or two. This is the movie where, like, if you love conspiracy theories and you love the occult, you give it an extra star or two, right? Um, Yeah, I mean, it's why I still love the X-Files, right? Like, and a bunch of other conspiracy. Yeah,
0: they, Because, I mean, not only there was a while where I believed that our government, like, was covering up UFOs. So, yeah, I never circled back. Um did you, did you have a phase where you're like, maybe the Loch Ness monster's real, maybe aliens are getting, like, w- did you have any of that inclination at a younger age? So, Or maybe more recently, if this is going a, to get into a real weird conversation.
1: <laughs> so, um, I believe you're a lizard person. Um, no, I, I, I... No, but I'm a little brain This is not actually, like, something worth touting. I'm not saying this in a smug manner, but, like, my journey towards uh, atheism in junior high, leading into high school, um, also, uh, in a sort of unscientific way, uh, locked me off from a lot of outlandish belief. Um, I very much accepted the the sort of established uh, consensus story on a lot of stuff which uh so while I didn't believe in um I I didn't believe I still don't believe in ghosts I don't believe in um I don't believe in alien abductions though I understand that there's like a, there's a scientific concept that like it's almost statistically impossible that there isn't some sort of alien life out there yeah like there's well no that's way not that a conspiracy are, though yeah that's different like but i'm, I'm drawing the what line is it right? for when for, people say there's Ferber's no aliens, equation <laughs> or whatever yeah yeah when people say there's no aliens i'm not saying there's no aliens i'm just saying i don't think like ufos and people getting abducted and all that is is real Um, and so like I I shut myself off to a lot of that stuff, which is why partially why now I'm so into the occult and ghosts and shit is because while I don't believe in it, it's fun to let your brain play in those spaces. Oh, time. I just accepted it as either uh, in quotes, stupid people stuff, which I don't think is uh, is a particularly productive way to look at this. No. And they say that that here, right? Like clearly
0: none of these people are stupid to come up with all this
1: stuff. They're just focused on the wrong things. We'll spend some time on that point because I think that's really, really important. It's the most important part of the documentary, I'd say. And then, um, crazy, which is now I wouldn't say slur, but like the term since since we were kids, the term crazy has now become like unless you're saying like crazy awesome, (laughs) uh, the term crazy is uh, considered. um, Yeah, I almost feel like they they, they describe it actually better here. Like they're not
0: crazy or stupid; they're corrupted
1: yes yes they're, they're they're they've been um miseducated so um i was i i i shut myself off to a lot of stuff i would say my greatest intellectual failings and the stuff that i um am most embarrassed about intellectually is accepting the party line that certain that uh um uh, that the, the Arab world was inherently filled with more violent people, or uh, I accepted the party line that the the uh, dropping a bomb, the bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki was the only way to end that. war, yeah. uh, And yeah. I, I accepted like, I and like in some sense, I mean, there's,
0: I mean, if we're, I, if we're getting to that, like accepting common consensus at the time of like conspiracy. Yeah. I mean, I probably had some yeah. not great so view of like certain things that here's how women act and here's how men act. Yes, yeah, comes to
1: that. Um, and you probably thought you know black guys drive like this, but white guys drive like this. Oh no, I would never. You think know? that. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there's 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 uh, sort of um, p- p- government party lines have been government narratives have been built into us at a young age. So like I I accepted. I mean, government narratives about uh, bullshit government narratives uh for much of my life and then I had to reach an age where I was like oh my God this is incredibly offensive all this oh stuff maybe is manifest racist.
0: destiny was bad
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i was at least lucky enough to grow up with the, the 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 knowledge that i was standing on bloodied soil um yeah i mean you realize like of most of
0: American history is miseducating you about how america's always the good guy so yeah uh, yeah if, I you, I that mean, if you, but that's what i mean like if you're about talking that. about those conspiracy theories which are real um yeah. it's yeah it's i i mean my, yeah. my list goes longer <laughs>
1: Yeah, but the point is the point is that like I, I was not I'm not saying smugly saying that I was protected from that stuff. I'm I'm actually saying that I was more prey to, I would say, more directly dangerous ideas, which is that uh, the the, Mid, the Middle East needs to be controlled because they just don't know how to do it for themselves and uh, yeah. and that dropping nuclear bombs can be justified if the right people are doing it and while, and then I, I but at that same time like I, I feel like really early on I was educated to not to not uh, think certain horrific things about African Americans de- you know at the time the terminology we used was African Americans now black people is more acceptable but like I was I was encouraged to think more way more offensive things about say the Arab world but at the time it was like no 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 don't think these things about um you know black people or Native Americans but yeah. like over there in the Middle East so like what I was given like uh, you know uh, helping full of tolerance for were one or two groups of people Mm-hmm. And then I was I was uh, expected to accept the contradiction that while I was supposed to be uh, tolerant of these people, uh, these people that have no no genetic difference than uh, difference than us, this they're all human beings on the same fucking planet we are uh, that they should be treated and held to a different standard. Um, so yeah, I, that was that was kind of a rant. But it's important to note that we're all we're all influenced by narratives. Yeah, Shitty like
0: narratives. no, I, yeah, like I would say like the reason that I probably got better quicker when it came to some things that I thought is because I've had uh incredible friends throughout my life who were quick to correct those in ways that were uh were what I needed, were much smarter than me, like hey, here's why you shouldn't think that. And thankfully um uh the one the one area that my parents did do okay with was like not dismissing new ideas out of hand uh and so those two things combined uh hopefully help me to eventually uh not not think a bunch of really shitty regressive stuff
1: yeah yeah and i and I hope while I was getting that out that like all of these the reason I'm calling out the specific ideas I was just talking about islamophobia um racism against uh folks from the middle east Um no, no we, the reason yeah. I call that out is because i've i i think i've to the To to some large extent, slay those demons as best as I can. Uh, Yeah,
0: and there's still demons. So that
1: I like, I still demons to slay, obviously.
0: Yeah, and I think that's what's important. So just really quick, like I the the part that I take from this documentary and why one of the reasons I really like it is like the ending point of this is like not look at these silly people. Although there is some of that, we'll get to that. It is um, look at the way that you're like those silly people yourself, which we mentioned. And that is, like, one of the mantras I've tried to live my life by. Like, after kind of – because I just feel like there's so much shit in my life where I believed in something that I ultimately was 100% wrong on, right? Like, whether it's um, the religious upbringing, the, you know, political upbringing, the way I thought about, you know, uh, the way our society worked, the way people behaved, like – I feel like so much of my life was, like, an education followed by a a recognition of that part part of all of it was miseducated. So the amount of change that I've had in the last 15 years and five years and a couple years and, you know, probably six months ago, uh, you know, I think has been considerable. Um, You know, I'm pretty not into capitalism. Like, probably five (laughs) years ago, I would have told you, well, yeah, I mean... The problem is unregulated capitalism or something. You know, like I feel like there's so much in my life that I've just continued to grow with, and thankfully through, you know, groups of friends and stuff like that. And but again, that idea of like think of where you might be a a flat earther is a good mantra to live by.
1: Yeah, and and, and the most important, we were talking a little bit about avoiding the word crazy, avoiding the words uh stupid. Um, because those are sort of easy, uh, cheap ways to remove the humanity of these people and to other them in a way that, uh, doesn't actually bring them back to no. better understanding and doesn't treat them with the human dignity that's required to make someone understand the fault in their ways. Like, and, mes- so- and
0: causes it to metastasize, like really quick. The last kind of point I have about the movie and then, um then we can you can say all the other stuff you want to say about the movie and then let's quickly get to the YouTube videos is that like this is another example of a movie that's like kind of kind of highlighting um, a more recent phenomenon so they kind of talk at the beginning of this movie is like flat earth. Like, why is that back in a big way? And it is because of the old adage of, like... No, it's not that old. I guess that's the whole problem. Of, like, the internet. Where, like, oh, we thought the internet, like, was going to bring all these people together and make a smarter, more educated civilization. Because now you have all the information in the world at your fingertips. And, oh, shit, all the races found each other. Like... and And, and that is this, right? Like, oh shit, all the Flat Earthers found each other. Like It metastasizes now because someone like a Mark Sargent who read some book someone gave him made a YouTube series. People were searching for it, found the YouTube series. Without knowing who Mark Sargent was, the YouTube series gets millions of hits, and now all of a sudden there's a a percentage of those that were looking for that are now Flat Earthers. And then they have, at the end, they can email Mark Sargent. Because it has his email address, or subscribe, and then there can be mailing lists and conventions like where pre-internet, none of that shit was possible. No one because the internet only only you know shows up what you search for, what you're interested in. Um, much like I'm not getting educated on Russian ballet every time I look for porn because I'm just looking for porn. Like, it's not like, also, before you get to the thing you want, here's how. Here's the the most famous composers of the 17th century. I never find out about that, even though I have all the information at my fingertips, because I'm not a huge 17th century composer guy, Peter.
1: Uh, That's a good analogy, Um, because you're not a 17th century composer guy. Um, You're not saying, rock me Amadeus. Uh, you, you, I'm saying, you're saying Rock
0: Me Falco the per- the band that wrote Rock Me Amadeus. Exactly. If Amadeus because... Rock Me I'm not going to like the music cuz he
1: didn't rock.
0: But Falco yeah. who wrote Rock Me Amadeus? He rocked. Yeah,
1: I would say Amadeus is stuck between a rock and a hard place because uh he's a uh, he's a corpse in the ground.
0: And I wouldn't say that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um but the, this lack of the lack of empathy, calling people crazy or dumb, isn't helpful. A lack of empathy and a lack of patience fails everyone. And this this uh, it might be considered condescending, but there's a there's a, a metaphor that I like in the documentary. That's um, if the student fails to learn, the teacher doesn't say that student's so stupid. <laughs> that yeah. doesn't help anyone. It, not leaving people behind. Considering yourself an ambassador of science. Um, is is crucially important here, um, giving people the small amount of empathy and the patience that's required to at least let them see that um, there's it's not just that their their logic is this snake that's wrapping around obst- that's you know uh, jerking around obstacles to avoid them. Their their logic is 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 full of gaps. It's stumbling over uh, obstructions. It's, it, it, there's, it's just, it's pretty much nothing but obstructions to get to the logical point they're trying to make. And, and that, um, if these, a lot of these people are kind possibly, uh, not fully there, um, to put it gently. Um, they, they need actual psychiatric help, um, and calling them crazy and telling them that they're stupid or ugly or whatever, uh, it's, not helpful, um, and just laughing at them like clowns is, is, um, not, it actually emboldens a lot of people, so, um, I, I, I would say, like, the the documentary's greatest strength is that it comes away with a sense of human dignity and empathy in a way that I did not expect. I was expecting a documentary that was just laughing at these people yeah. or doing sort of like a concern doc. And a concern doc would have been fine. A Jesus camp would have been fine, um, where it's just like... This is extremely fucked up. We have nothing to say specifically on it. But the documentarians like interview talking heads during the entire process throughout to basically say like, this is tragic that these people have been failed so heavily by uh, education, the education system and uh, the scientific community to the point where they have built their entire lives and careers around conspiracy theories.
0: Yeah. And the slam dunk moments are them doing it to themselves. Right, Like, yeah. it's, it's, it is satisfying in some way to be like, yep, see, your experiment didn't turn out right. It actually proved that the Earth is round. So, come on, buddy. Like, just get there. Like, that is eminently more, like, watchable with a clean conscience than, like, if some scientist was like, yo, I'm at your convention. Here's what's wrong about this. Um and yeah, also th- that ultimately, as we as we talked about when we did religious for we uh, we left watch, doesn't convince people. You can't go to a uh, religious themed holy land theme park and, and scream stuff about Egyptian gods to people um, and expect them to go, oh, never mind then. I guess no Jesus then. Oh, got it. All right. Well, I wish we would have went to Hawaii instead with this vacation. I. Spent a lot of money to go see fake Holy Land in Florida, but, uh, yeah. Thank you for yelling Horace at us, Billmar <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. My greatest growth point has been, uh, to be uh, just as disappointed in, uh, the smug people. Uh, as it is with the uh, mentally unhinged people um, that are passing around these crazy theories.
0: Yeah, so the reason I wanted you to watch the YouTube videos is not because I wanted you to go and laugh more at Mark Sargent. I yes. truly was. So when I watch... I knew that because you're you. Yeah, but when I watch this, they don't really talk about the evidence much, right? They don't talk about what this evidence is. They do talk about Mark Sargent creating these videos that finally just said, hey, here's all the evidence, right? Take it or leave it, quote unquote. Here's here's all the specific scientific evidence we've uncovered. And then at the convention, everyone, a lot of people standing up and saying, wow, I thought this was crazy too. And then I saw these videos that is just the evidence that I was like, holy cow. So I was like, huh, what is the evidence, right? And what I was expecting was because Flat Earth is very like hard to take Um, seriously, as a conspiracy theory because there is so much actual, physical, tangential, like, second... Like, there's so much proof that they're wrong. Like, everything everything in the the whole wide, round world is telling them that they're wrong. Uh, It's not an individual incident. It's not, like, something that can't be repeated. They're living in it right now. No one has really, cons- for the most part, people haven't thought that in 500 years. Uh, so, so what is so compelling was my question. And again, as someone who kind of knows that language, that can get people to go, "Oh, interesting." I was expecting something along the lines of what you hear, for say, moon landing. Which, when I saw the moon landing evidence video or the that it was fake that that this guy had given to my dad, it was like quote, I'm saying fact in like air quotes, but it was fact, 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 fact. It was like, so here's the lunar landing. Uh, as you like the spacesuits are this big, it doesn't fit in here. Here's the actual plans for it. Here's why it doesn't work. Here is uh, a picture of the moon. You'll notice then this is a picture of them at a later point, And the rock formations look the same. Like, why can you, see, you notice you'd be able to see through this. This is based on transposing. Here's this other video evidence. Here's some data about the Van Allen radiation belts. Here's Why did they destroy the plans for this? You know, so it's like it literally is like it's all either incorrect evidence in that, like, there is an answer for the question they're posing based on the evidence or it's incomplete. Like they're like, well, actually, that's incorrect. You said that this picture was taken here. No one thinks it was taken there. The actual data that NASA provided said it was taken here. So you're just wrong about that. That's why that looks fishy to you because you are either purposely or accidentally wrong about some data point that you're saying. Same with like why the Van Allen radiation belts don't work. Same thing with like 9-11 conspiracies, right? Like I don't know if you ever watched any of this stuff debunking all those things even if you didn't believe it but it, I was interested to go like actually here's why steel beams can melt at this temperature because it's not just the jet fuel it's once a flame starts going like they're, they're offering semi-scientific explanations ...and facts that are the type of things that, again, can get people hooked. Like, I don't know anything about the Van Allen radiation belt. I haven't obsessively logged over all the video documentary footage that NASA's done... ...and this is what's being presented to me. I'm taking a scientific or an actual piece of evidence in good faith. So I've really set that up long-windedly. But the reason I'm doing it is that I was expecting that in these fucking videos... I was expecting something along the lines of like, hey, we've done measurements here uh, and according to this, uh, it would take this far to fly here and every flight is this. And, you know, like something that that has an air of plausible deniability from a scientific perspective that like someone who didn't know the answers to that or didn't know why that is scientifically wrong could be convinced. This is these are the evidence videos. These are the best things that we've collected. And I was truly, truly, truly shocked, which is why I end up watching all of them, that there is nothing, not even one shred, that's comparable to the mountains of quote-unquote factual evidence in every other conspiracy I am aware of. It is literally just the random speculation of people. It is – there's no – like the closest thing they have to evidence is the flight path thing. Which is which is not evidence, it's absence of other evidence, which is, again, pretty, like, footnote from other conspiracies. Like, they usually are saying, here's why this is wrong, not explain this. But it's all open-ended questions explain this. And then even by the second video, he's like, kind of weird that Hollywood's never produced a, a movie about them landing on the moon, isn't it? Must be a flat earth. Like, that's video two he's there. And then by the 10th video of of this, like, segmented evidence, he's just randomly speculating about that they've hidden God in Antarctica. And then his plan of action is to call priests and other religious figures and tell them they're hiding God until until they start calling people. And call oil companies and say, shouldn't you be drilling there? A lot of money to be made. And then eventually they'll go. Yeah, why can't we drill there? And eventually they're going to get to someone who knows the truth and explain it to them. And then we'll have the evidence. This is so nothing. How did this convince anyone? I've all the Bigfoot. Here's a picture. Loch Ness monster. Here's a picture. Like even the the out there stuff. Ha- this is just a random speculation. Again, I'm just ram rambling the way you do when you're like like hyped up about something but it like I truly to this day a year later having seen these am shocked that there just isn't that part of the conspiracy theory uh,
1: yeah so there's there's one particular note in the YouTube series that it showed me that the emperor had no clothes so it's it's supposed to be the intro to the series and and when you're doing an intro series that should be your most foundational irrefutable evidence yeah you're doing and an intro into,
0: on the evidence that yes Eva this should dance. be
1: this should be all this stuff we're gonna infuse some doubt in you to create space for this theory to maybe you know as as uh, as mark uses uh in the movie um seeds we're gonna plant seeds um, creating creating some space in the soil so that the seeds can actually take you know root. And uh, he he really gets stuck on this idea of this bird wall, this ice wall. So Bird was a B Y R D uh, was an explorer. Um, and he stated on a TV show that uh, you know basically right up to World War Two, and then he resumed after World War Two that uh, the South Pole, which he did many expeditions to, uh, to uh, dating back to the twenties um had a ton of resources and uh we're going to put national investment in it and there's you know so much oil down here there's so much um you know rare minerals and uranium and yada yada um and then the fact that the south uh the south pole is uh by by mark standards completely locked off it's it's a new area 51 um which is not true if you look at any any amount of uh research on this the south pole has been heavily explored by scientists who they don't trust, so they don't consider them actual sources, um, heavily explored by scientists, and uh, this idea that it's this rare untapped uh, resource. There's a couple things going on there. One, at the time it was not tapped as a resource because uh, of the global climate going on. Two, uh, and this is just my theory, um, Bird told everyone on TV that there were a ton of resources down there, because uh, scientists know how to play bureaucratic games and know that the government would be more willing to give them money if he said, oh yeah, there's so many resources down here. Where instead, he was looking at ice layers and shit. This was a dude who was interested in science. He wasn't interested in opening up this this uh, vast, untapped piece of land to uh, uh, imperialism and uh, digging in. Uh, the, the bird definitely was not uh, necessarily an anti-imperialist. He was, His goal was not to, uh, his goal was not to, uh, let's make a uh, cold America. Let's make it a second Alaska down here. Yeah, but that's, but
0: I guess that's the thing, right? Like, so let's say what they're saying is true, that there is some conspiracy around the fact that all these nations have agreed to not explore and to not mine Antarctica. That is not proof that as the foundational stuff. That is not proof of a flat Earth. Even before that, his big point is like, hey, they've never filmed a movie where they went to the moon. That's because that happened in real life, supposedly, and they would know. Like, okay, well, even at best, sure, it's it's tangential evidence. It's circumstantial evidence. It's, it's more circumstantial evidence that we didn't land on the moon. Not sure how that proves that the Earth is flat, um, and that's like evidence fact number four. And and the reason I'm bringing this up is not that, yeah, I don't see where he got the line from, hey, if, if there is a flat earth, here's some other weird things around it. But almost every conspiracy theory has the facts that prove this is how we know it's flat. Like, again, going through, here's a picture of the Loch Ness Monster. Here's a picture of Bigfoot. Here's scientific plans of of why the space shuttle wouldn't have been able to go to the moon, the moon that we got directly from NASA, that you can verify. Here's some scientific thing about how uh, fires work, and here's, um, you know, a video evidence of what we see when the towers came down. And so, like, then you take those pieces of quote-unquote evidence, and then you, in some good, better conspiracy theories, like, line up more of those, and then you eventually get into this, like, and also, if this is true, how do you explain this? How do you explain this? But you still need that, like, general part of it. And and this is the only conspiracy theory I've ever drilled down to where there is no foundational text that proves that Flat Earth is real to the point that they admit that, like, hey, let's try to get some evidence somewhere in here. And it only is the um, what about this what about
1: this? It's all whataboutism. It's it's like fucking. And I'm not making like horseshoe theory stuff here, but it is like Tankies on Twitter. Whenever people are like, "Man, if if Kim Jong Un is dead," this was something we're talking about in uh, late April. If Kim Jong Un is dead, like his sister's going to take over. What's going to happen? And then Tanky swinging and be like, "Everything you know about the North, uh, about North Korea is wrong." There, there aren't massive graves, and you're like, well, we've seen satellite images of bodies being dumped into graves. Everybody that escapes from North Korea basically reports to the media. The media immediately and says, uh, there's mass graves, and families are murdered. Um, but yeah, so and then they, then they go, uh, did you know that the United States actually treated gay people really poorly? Uh, <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Uh, can we talk about North Korea? <laughs>
0: No, uh, no, I was talking about the the, the United States uh, treated gay people, but uh, oh no,
1: partly. no, I no no no, I'm saying with the what about us and like yeah, it's, it's it, yeah what you said is interesting. Can we talk about uh, North Korea and uh, the yeah. thing we were talking about? Yeah, uh. but again, even that like you, everyone agrees there's a North Korea. Like
0: you've you've established that baseline and that there's a military and they're a little bit secretive and like I mean I just have never seen the conspiracy theory without the theory. I've, it's yeah. it's like conspiracy speculation. It's, I, again, yeah. I don't know how, it, I don't know how much you've drilled down into this stuff, Peter, but I've literally never seen, like, at its core, here's why people think that, and I can't find any of the the, the evidence. And, like, that's why I ended up afford- watching all of them, because I was like, I, yeah. at some point, they have to be like, oh, here's some temperature readings we got from, like, they're not even misreading Scientific data like they're not doing That like We got temperature readings from the core at Antarctica and it said that it was, you know, 38 degrees. How could it be 38 degrees when everything is supposedly frozen there? And then like the real scientific reason is like, well, because they put it into the core of the earth and it's warmer when you go, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then but then they use that as like this isn't the indisputable fact that like it was 38 degrees on this sample reading to build the rest of the case around. They don't have that. They don't have any of that. I just don't – so it's – it's Yeah. Yeah. So sorry. Like, so, yeah, it was insane watching these or crazy watching these. Um, or it was – here. It was mystifying watching these and that there was not even, like, fake evidence. There just wasn't so, anything.
1: Yeah. So I watched uh, about five of them in this sort of intro series, and uh, – we 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 wanted to use the ice wall as a sort of common point to talk about. Um, I have a fourth theory for why people get into this stuff, um, and they they talk about they talk about Neil deGrasse Tyson, um, uh, who is someone who uh, my esteem for has uh, only waned in the past five to ten years. Yeah, kind of um, kind
0: of wish I would have read the book of his that I haven't read yet because <laughs> now I'm yeah. never going
1: to read it. Yeah, that's a that's a straight to Goodwill pile. Uh, kind of thing. Um, I also have one of his books that is in, is sitting in my parents basement that's like, when I get home, that's going in the Goodwill pile, along with some old old pajamas that are still sitting in my parents' house. Um, yeah, give it to
0: someone unsuspecting so they can like them. <laughs> that's another thing that I, I don't I know what to do with books. Not book. to sideline too
1: much. This but is I a sideline. A
0: I don't know what to do with books that uh, I find now offensive. Yes, yes,
1: yes, yes. Yeah. So I, I uh, I've been doing some spring cleaning. And I discovered uh, a problem that I uh, buried for myself last spring cleaning season, which is uh, that I own uh, a Woody Allen stand-up record. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's right. That, mind you, similar to Thriller... Is a good record in a vacuum.
0: Yeah, I'm not throwing <laughs> away funny... my yeah Annie Hall and Love and Death Blu-rays. Although I don't know yeah. if I'll ever get around to watching them.
1: Yes, so that's the thing. Is I donated Manhattan and Annie Hall at some point. Oh, look uh, at this you record, but this. But I don't know if if I should do that with this record like do i throw this record in the actual trash can i think like, here's what the do key I...
0: so i think that's tougher right because like that's just a do i sell
1: it to some guy I like and know. make some money off someone who doesn't believe that woody allen is a <laughs> fucking <know>. sexual <laughs> pest
0: see that that's tougher because that is like this is all woody allen in his own thoughts and words at least with like love and death i can be like look diane keaton's amazing in it movies are more than just one person in ten to fifteen years, he'll be dead. He, and I can watch Love and Death with a little less of a guilty conscience. Like I don't know how you're listening to to uh, to his stand up album even after he's dead and not being like, ha, ha, ha. oh shoot, he just made me laugh directly.
1: Yeah, it's it, and and like he's a, he was a good stand up. It's like it oh yeah, I remember me...
0: I read one of his his uh, books that was really funny.
1: Yeah, he's, uh, I don't know what to do with that shit. Anyways, uh, so yeah, I'm doing some spring cleaning that might just end up in the trash, which uh, sucks. Um, but uh, anyways, um, these, I, I think secretly that these dorks just want Neil deGrasse Tyson to quote unquote own them by taking them on like a cruise around the globe on luxury ships uh, and be like, <laughs> All right, we're going to go to Portugal and see if you still believe in the flat earth. We're going to go to uh the Horn of Africa to see if you still believe in the flat earth. Oh, we're going to Singapore to see if you still believe in the flat earth. I guess what? we're going from straight from Singapore to Hawaii uh to see if you believe in the flat earth. Like they th- th- I think these guys secretly want a reality show to Pay a bunch of money to convince them they're dumb. Maybe, reality, like, yeah, they I, I get do. to drink fucking my ties for six weeks.
0: <laughs> yeah, I because even the the circumstantial or like what about how do you explain this questions or are, are not compelling. It is it is. I think that's why it is fast. It really is fascinating to me to kind of wrap this up. in that here you have like a conspiracy theory with no conspiracy theory type evidence, whose circumstantial what about this questions are, like, extremely unsatisfying. Like, uh, how do you explain that there's, like, no planes flying? Well, A, there is, so that's one. Like, you if you do check it out... You're gonna find out. Like that's an easy thing to throw out there that people can check out. But fine, it's just
1: expensive to fly that way because it's not an existing plane route, right? Like, and it's it's a less populated plane route. Does not mean it doesn't exist.
0: When it does, yeah, the the lady's like, oh, you can see one right there (laughs) when she pulls it up on the flight tracker map. Like there was one immediately uh, that flew in the southern hemisphere, and then also like there's also boats that you can see from set like boats. travel that way like where are they like there's no discussion about boats where everyone traveled way before just like like, there's
1: airstream culture if there's like boat people culture like people that want to take their boat out to crazy parts of the earth there's people like that well yeah and like based on what
0: their map shows like greta thunberg should have ended up in like you know australia or some i don't think that's exactly right but um it is like like how do you exp- how do you explain that people f- flew from Spain and got to here like or fl- uh, sailed like doesn't make sense if your model's right like that's pre plane and like his whole thing about like I I don't think Mark Sargent understands like that like you can prove stuff like he's like how did they prove the Earth was flat before you couldn't even go into space the highest you could get up is horses and it's like. Yeah, you can prove science stuff without seeing it. What happened was is that they used math and other things to like show how this worked. And then uh when they f- did flow up in space, which they did eventually do, PS Mark Sargent, uh they that actually like proved what they already knew. They're like, oh look, this match like that kind of helps prove how like why you can figure out like the distance between here and Alpha Centauri without flying to Alpha Centauri. Like you can just Ways to do that, Mark. Uh, so yeah, it is. It is. I just never seen something like this. And then you do have the the perfect documentary where like people are are like, okay, we're gonna figure this out. Oh shit, we figured it out wrong, uh, <laughs> without any outside influence. Um, and it, yeah, it's it's great. I really like it. And I think you know it does kind of work a little bit like a Christopher Guest movie. In that like it, it is weird to see so many um passionate people about something that you barely comprehend or understand and then once you try to understand it you're like i still don't get it like what are they yeah so yeah in the same way that like i, I feel the same way about a dog show like i like dogs why do people like this
1: <laughs> yeah yeah um I, so, like, my final, my kind of final thoughts is, um, you know, scientists have an understandable lack of desire to play like um job whack a mole. <laughs> so, like, they're kind of this community's kind of demand for respect from authority figures uh, can be kind of kind of sad. But the thing that is most fascinating about the community to me is the fact that they do have splintered camps, and and the reason that that's interesting to me is because scientific consensus builds over time. Uh, eventually, you start publishing in enough journalistic reviews where your papers get torn apart, where you start to say, you know, maybe this theory I have, it doesn't work. Uh, that doesn't happen in this community of YouTubers. And I should say a little asterisk here. Uh, when I was trying to Google like specific topics uh, within Flat Earth Theory, I was weirdly frustrated to find nothing but debunkers that were coming up in my search results um debunkers have owned the seo game now if you look up mark Sargent, he's not the first results even um there he's he's like i mean he's the first account result um but his videos aren't the first there's like very popular debunker theories basically taking him down um all over the place and 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 it also feeds into the thing where where aaron was just talking about where like she's like yeah if you pull up the map you can see the 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 map he was looking at there's flight patterns right there um, i know <laughs> yeah there's there's people he says you know why why don't these why don't the scientific community want to engage me why don't they want to engage with me why don't they want to engage with me the scientific community and even the amateur sort of like you know skeptic community has heavily engaged with them yeah, they have true. owned them on youtube at least based on my seo results uh, I don't know if I'm in like left lefty. No, uh, YouTube, maybe, uh, yeah, uh, you know SEO stuff, and maybe like if you're more a conservative bent, you you get a different YouTube results list. But like, I tried on like an incognito mode Google, and it still came up that way.
0: Yeah, I remember trying to find more flat Earth videos to see if someone else was preventing or presenting evidence the way that Mark Sargent seemed like he was. Uh, and I only found, like, the evidence against and stuff like that, so. Yeah, uh, so the
1: the, the, yeah. the splintering of the camps is fascinating to me. It's the most fascinating thing here because um, some of it is just based on ego. Um, but this, uh, when you're not based in fact, when you're just kind of, uh, you have a conclusion about a fact, You you've concluded a fact is true and you're working your way to get there. Um, people might have on the opposite side of, you know, this, this circle, they might have their own pathway to the, to the, to the, all, the, the s- supposed fact that the earth is flat. They might have their own snake to get there. That's curving around, uh, curving around, uh, you know, debunkers, uh, to get to that, that point. Um, and the fact that there's multiple camps within this and people are having like infighting and shit and the fact that they will never be able to truly debunk one another because everything they're saying is wrong. Like they're arguing about like Pokemon stats um, is, uh, is actually Pokemon stats are probably more objective than any of this, um, but they're, they're arguing about like whose imaginary friend could lift more imaginary weights um, makes it, funny in, a, in another way where yeah. you're like, while I have empathy for these people that they, they are, um, they, they, the knowledge in the education system has so failed them. And there's something sad in there that they feel so abandoned by traditional sort of like uh, education structures. Um, and they feel so abandoned by, uh, you know, government communications that they, 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 they've created this, this like mental golem, and they're like, here's the way you defeat this mental golem. <laughs> and this other guy's like, no, I believe a slingshot is the best way to do it. And then they argue and argue and argue and forget the fact that the golem's not real. Um, yeah, that's, I, it, I love there's a yeah. moment,
0: there's a little moment in where they're like, the guy's like, so there's a, there's a debate over whether there's just an infinite plane that covers the earth or whether it's a dome. Oh, yeah. And there's that part where... The guys arguing with him about the dome at that like mini convention. He's like, "Okay, but if you start saying there's a dome, we don't have any evidence for that either. So we sound just like the people saying that there's there's a there's a there's a spherical Earth." And everyone just kind of stares at him, and it's like, "Yeah, but we don't need evidence for our thing." <laughs> it's <laughs> so, like it's like that, like and you kind of keep aligning yourself with those factions. It's like, hey. Obviously, there is evidence for a round earth dude, but at least you're, because you don't believe any of that evidence is real, at least you're, um, not being a hypocrite. You're like, look, I haven't seen evidence of the dome. So how can we walk around saying there's a dome? Uh, it's, it's, it's pretty magical.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't, do we even talk about the fact that all this is, um secretly a christian conspiracy theory and he really reveals that in part 10 that yeah. he's been hiding the fact that it's a christian conspiracy theory and that this links back to uh pro-life shit leads back to intelligent design shit yeah
0: that it says in the bible that the earth is flat and uh so that wasn't quite there is a video that goes and in, breaks into that part the part 10 one that i made you watch peter into more detail that so it goes into that he believes that that when they went to antarctica article antarctica and looked beyond the wall he believes that scientists have seen like what's on the other side of the wall which would be space it proved god's existence and they because they're secularists and don't want people to know about god
1: um, or certain interpretations is that they're occultists that are like sacrificing people um and they don't want uh you know the enlightenment of god yeah that
0: essentially they're they're purposely hiding god from 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 people and that like, if enough people wrote their congressmen, they'd have to let us know where that you can go visit God on the other side of the ice wall. Uh, yeah, uh, but but in fairness, I don't know, in fairness, whatever. Mark Sargent and and a, and a contingent of the flat earthers believe that um, because again, and and I'm actually surprised. I'm actually surprised more. Uh, fundamentalist christians don't believe that because the bible does say the earth's flat and everything revolves around it so um if you're fundamentalist and think the the earth was created in six literal days why don't you think that the earth is flat uh, but anyways we could talk about this forever peter what what i hope you enjoyed this is a dare
1: yeah my my notebook my fucking uh john doe from seven notebook is exhausted i, know. I, I my notebook looks like a fucking flat earther notebook
0: you can see why, like, when I watch this and then we were recording an episode of We Love to Watch, I'm like, I gotta talk about this a little bit, because holy shit, guys. <laughs> like, this is yeah. this is compelling. Uh, what do you got for me? What are you gonna throw my way? So, are you gonna go my way with a
1: date? So, I was going um. to recommend you uh, uh, a pod... I was gonna make you watch... Uh, let me do that again. I was going to make you listen to three podcast episodes, uh, three horror podcast episodes, Okay. but the fact that we're in quarantine and will be for a few months um leads me to believe that um you wouldn't be able to listen to this in you know the car on the way to work or whatever when you It is a tough to time a to tape. listen
0: to podcasts
1: for me, it's good because I I still am like cleaning. I my my commute was very short before, so like I listen to podcasts when I'm cleaning and making dinner and shit. But I know a lot of people, you know, it's hard to listen to podcasts uh, in the middle of quarantine. So I'm going to recommend a also opinion. my yeah, but what I
0: <laughs> most of the podcasts I listen to, uh, Peter have swears. So uh, cleaning with two kids is also like I guess we're listening to music. Everyone can enjoy. <laughs> so,
1: so next time, I'm gonna list. I'm gonna recommend you a spooky podcast, just okay. as a spoiler. Okay. But be- given the fact that we're in a pandemic, I'm gonna recommend you. And by recommend, get I mean COVID I'm going to uh, make you <laughs> the experience of getting COVID. Um, no, I'm. I, I'm. I'm going to make you uh, play the reboot of the first Ratchet & Clank game, which was re- released for PS4, and you probably already have if you've been grabbing your PlayStation Plus games for the past year or two. Uh,
0: not only do I um, have it digitally, I have the disc that I bought thinking I was going to play it when it first came out. But then since yeah. I never even put it into my um, my player and it doesn't have a same file, I also downloaded the play- PlayStation Plus version. So I don't have to ever find that disc.
1: Yeah, you uh I I I I'm going to require you play this. It's it's something that means a lot to me. Um it actually means a lot to Bill Fox as well. Um, I mean, I like 3D
0: platformers. I uh no re- I actually just played the first Jack and Dexter game like 5 years ago, 4 years ago and I loved it.
1: Yeah, if you liked uh Jack and Dexter, I would say uh the, these are better action games. Their stylistic aesthetic is better and they're funnier. Way funnier.
0: Uh okay. So you're so weird way to get me to about a Ratchet and Clank by saying the thing I like is shitty.
1: No, no, I'm saying that if you like the thing, I'm saying this one is, is uh, if you like better. if you like
0: that piece of garbage, you're gonna lose
1: <laughs> I get it. No. I'm saying you like good thing. This thing, just like what it, but More better.
0: good. Well I guess we'll see you next week.
1: Gooder doesn't mean good doesn't exist, Aaron
0: fine i'll see if the gooder thing i like gooder
1: fine the game is the fine game is shit do you, is that more comfortable for you well, if i say last it's time shit you can reckon- play it and enjoy yourself
0: last time you recommended me the worst season of a television show so who knows what you got up your sleeve <laughs> um all right with that good night <laughs> good night yeah denver yeah stand up. stand up hard body shit flat boys bang Let's go. Hard body shit. Uh. Ever since my birth, my dick got mad girth I'm chilling with my people talking about that flat
1: earth Last night, your boy had some sex with a nice girl Did the Titanic really hit an iceberg? When other people spend their life chasing wealth okay. Me and my
0: boys, we chase that ice shell. Ice shell, fuck a globe, not a part of the system
1: yeah. Trying to keep us down, but whoops, you missed one It's really sad to see all these people mad at me Cause I just figured out there's no such thing as gravity Yeah, NASA and NASA Passive. Passive. Hard passive. Forgot everything, everything I learned I in class. It's a storm of information, like a monsoon. Lion, motherfucker, mother,
0: mother, no one landed on the moon. Not a straight answer. What is you saying? What? Out with the old, like that human-sized penguin. The Earth is flat. Yeah. The Earth is flat. Black. People around the globe know
1: yeah. the Earth is flat. I don't care about this. I don't care about that. Nah. People around the globe know the Earth is flat. Yeah. Bang.
0: Yeah, Denver, Flat Earth Convention, 2018, Flat Boys, yeah.